Steve, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, man. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was good. Family time. I actually uh, I skipped hunting the opener here in Missouri for firearms deer season, which is a, a first and forever, but uh, it was a willing and necessary sacrifice from being gone in Alaska. So I can't complain, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Trade-offs, right? Yeah, rough life. Yeah. No, it was good. It was, you know, we, we got back last week, obviously, and uh, saw the fam a bit, but to uh, spend the whole weekend with the family was, was nice for sure. And it was nice outside. So yeah, we got to play, play and do all that, you know, dead life stuff, which was great. Awesome. Um, Monday already, we are working on a whole bunch of things, but real quick, just to let you guys know, the listeners, about something for next Monday is we're going to be launching a sale. We typically don't do sales um, except for one time a year, typically around Black Friday. So we're going to have a, a sale for Exo Mountain Gear actually launching on Monday. So you don't have to wait till uh, Black Friday or any of that stuff. We're going to run the sale all week. But um, Steve, what are we doing, man? What's the discounts going to be? What, what, are, what are people looking at for next week for a sale? Uh, yeah, so for the sale next week, uh, yeah, we'll be doing, we have some leftover K2s that will just be basically blowing out. So I think we're going to do a flat 3.99 on all K2 products. Don't doesn't matter color, bag size, whatever. Um, so we'll have some of those. I imagine those are going to go pretty quick. We'll see. Uh, and then we've traditionally done uh, just like a free accessory. So we're going to have a some type of free accessory promo. We're trying to work out which uh, which direction we're going to go with that. But it'd be buy a pack and and get you know an accessory for free or, or get a large discount on multiple accessories, something like that. And then we're also launching the 1800 bag next week on the same time. So we were going to do that later in December, but but just kind of wanted to do it all at once there. Um, so there, um, technically, you could buy an 1800 complete pack and get you know free accessory with it. But uh, yeah, those are the three things going on. Um, scratch that four. We'll have some. We've got some um, hats and shirts and stuff that we'll have on discount as well. So sweet. Um, yeah. So yeah, any K2 pack system um, that we have, we won't have uh, every size and color, but we'll have a good selection for sure. And then as you mentioned, once those are gone, they're gone. Those will be $399 K3 pack systems. We'll have the accessory deal. And then that new 1800, um, that's exciting to get out there. Just a heads up for guys. Um, those are in production. Um, they will be shipping before Christmas for sure, but they're not going to be shipping immediately. Um, but we will have uh, more information on the 1800 to come. Excited to get that out there. Um, it's a cool bag, man. I mean, we were running that up in Kodiak and, uh, just, I know people are going to be wondering, so what, uh, we're not giving away all the specs and all that yet, Steve, and obviously we're going to have photos and videos to come, but at a super high level, how would you describe the 1800? Um, yeah, it's, it's just to me, the goal was a super streamlined, small light pack for day hunting, right? I wanted to make it our 2000 was uh, on a k2 was big enough that some people could backpack with it and um i kind of split the difference with the a 3200 uh to where that that's kind of that super small pack and and the light guys can backpack with it so with the and i did that so with we had room for an 1800 which is just a true day pack we, unless you're slapping your you know uh, sleeping bag and tent in between the bag and frame which you could um this is just you know going deer hunting for the day and it's going to have um spine scope pocket tripod pockets um uh you know main horseshoe zipper same kind of water bladder access that we have now it's got some really cool features but again just it was put well to the test there in kodiak for me because it 
it's designed to be like super low profile uh, and small, so busting through the brush and stuff. It wasn't getting hung up on things, which was nice. Um, yeah, just a perfect little day pack. A few more pockets, uh, just for a little bit more organization. Um, but the actual the actual version I had up in Kodiak was a stream more streamlined version uh, as far as pockets go than than we decided to after using it for a while. We decided to add a few more in there. Um, but we'll we'll be uh, releasing picks and specs uh, probably. Gosh, I guess by the end of this week. Uh, and then they'll go on sale Monday next week. Yeah, cool. So the the quickest, easiest way to make sure you don't miss any of what we just described, be it the 1800 launch, any of the sale stuff, is just make sure you're receiving emails from us. Um, you can do that easy. Just go to exomountaingear.com and then just type forward slash newsletter. Um, so if you don't yet or don't think you do um, receive emails from us, just make sure you sign up for that. And then we'll let you know when all that launches next week. Um a listener question um, for this Monday Minute, Steve. I'm just going to read it verbatim here, and then we can kind of talk about it. There's a few implications here. He says, one of your YouTube videos about the K3 frame, you mentioned that you kept the side belt accessory pouch somewhat small because you don't want a lot of weight on the hip straps. That's part one. Let, let's go ahead and tackle that. What is the downside of weight on a hip belt? Um, yeah, just flat out, the more weight you add to it, the more uncomfortable the belt gets. Uh, <laughs> there's just no way to, to work around that, especially uh, weight and then anything rigid. You know, you just ideally, I want absolutely nothing on the hip belt. I, w- I don't want any webbing. I want nothing there, just the foam and the fabric. Um, but practically, you'd need pockets right there for hunting. You need quick access to a rangefinder and camera or your phone or whatever it is. So there's kind of a balance you have to split there. Um, but yeah, ideally I just want that foam and fabric to kind of stretch and wrap around your hips and have nothing hindering that. So, um, how we do the system is basically a piece of webbing with, you know, that you can adjust how long it is, uh, you know, through a Velcro hook and loop system, it goes through a tri-glide on the, on the backside, like towards the lumbar pad. And you can adjust the tension on that. We always tell people, to, that it's really critical that that stays uh, loose. So while you're wearing the pack, you should be able to slide your fingers in between the hip belt and and that webbing and not have it be overly tight. If it is overly tight, you're essentially putting uh, all the stress, uh, you know, as you're cinching up the belt, you're condensing it to where the webbing's sewn in at the front. So it kind of creates a pressure point there. And that's why we want you to keep that webbing loose so that you're actually using the foam and the fabric. Uh, the other way to do it, you know, you can actually just stitch webbing along the hip belt, but at the same time, um, that doesn't allow for any stretch in it. And I've just found through through you know personal experience, trial and error testing that when the when that webbing's loose and the fabric's allowed to kind of stretch and and the, and the foam and mold to your hip bones, um, it's the most pressure free uh, kind of hot spot resistant way of doing that. So. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just the, you, you slap a, I purposely, um, well, some design things with K3, that piece of webbing got a little bit smaller, um, as I had to push it forward to get away from the, basically the Velcro adjustable portion in the back. But it was also, a, some guys looked at it and were bummed because they can't run a pouch and a holster on the same side anymore. Um, especially like on a small and a medium, that's pretty tight. But to me, that was, it's kind of a, uh, that's a good thing. I, I don't want you throwing a bunch of weight on your hip belt. Another another place that comes up a lot is guys asking about rifle carriers, um, and there's you know carriers on the market that are hip belt mounted, and that's something we looked at and purposely decided not to do, simply because even a 
a relatively light rifle, call it eight pounds, that hanging from the hip belt um, can cause some comfort issues, especially over time, especially with heavier loads, that type of thing. So there is a lot that goes into that that we, you know, have looked at and have purposely avoided um, and designed. So the second part of this guy's question, though, he went on to ask about weight on the hip straps. And then he said specifically, would it be a problem or not recommended to attach a pistol holster there? Um that's something that we do is put a pistol there. And uh, again, maybe in an ideal world from a pure comfort perspective, not having that there would be better. But um, we found with a, a reasonable pistol weight, because obviously there's a lot of variability there, and then a properly mm-hmm. um, designed holster, uh, that that can be a non-issue for sure. So there's a lot that, you know, there's many holsters that can work on that webbing that you talked about, Steve. Um, and I've tried in years past many things. What you definitely want to avoid is using an inside the waistband holster and clipping that between the webbing and the foam of the hip belt because that will for sure create pressure and a discomfort issue. Um, and so you're typically looking at an outside the waistband style holster, which again will clip, slide on, whatever your attachment method is, um, onto that webbing on the hip belt. So Holster's not a problem. Um, pistol is typically not a problem. Obviously, there's variabilities uh, on what size of pistol and things like that to look out for. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just it's important to know that there is going to, like, any weight out of there is going to decrease the comfort of the belt in some regard. It's just whether or not that's enough to where it causes an issue for you or if it's just kind of a, a slight nuisance. So yeah. I think if, it just to me, if you're out there in the field and, and you're feeling something and it doesn't feel good, um, that'd be a place to immediately look. Is that webbing too tight and how much weight do you have on that piece of webbing? So whether that be a hip belt pouch and, you know, you got to fill that thing up with rocks and it weighs 10 pounds or if it's a super heavy pistol, just know that, that there could be a fix to that. And so it's a it's a compromise. There's a lot of a lot of the stuff in design. You know, I, I'm sure a lot of people um you know, myself included, I, I look at some other product and I shake my head like, why did they design it this way or that way? And normally when someone asks me that question, I got a pretty quick answer because we kind of thought through it pretty well and, and know that, you know, everything's a trade off and there's pros and cons and you want to add this feature and the, the con is uh, a little bit of discomfort on the other end of it. So you just got to balance that all out. And um, yeah. Um, and then a holster specifically, just to throw it out there, uh, you know, and I'm biased here, but we did work with a holster manufacturer out of Colorado called Ivory Holsters. Um, and I worked with him specifically to like guide a design on a holster that would work, I would say, ideally with our pack. Um, again, just based off of holsters I had tried previously that I had gripes with. Um, both from a fit perspective, comfort perspective, uh, retention perspective, all that. So you guys can, uh, check those out, um, it from ivory holsters. You can, his website, uh, social media and all that stuff. I do want to ask you, Steve, cause I'm, I worked with him to make it and I, I, uh-huh. I knew what I was going for, but I don't want to say that you were a skeptic by any means, but I think you had reservations about a holster and how comfortable that would be. Yep. And I've, in passing heard you say things now that you used it more and more about, you know, it's a basically a non-issue and you'd expected it to be more of a nuisance, I guess. Yeah, I was, um, again, anything hard and then heavy thrown on the side of a hip belt, right? Like you've got, you got your bony hip bone, the soft foam is designed to contour around it. And all of a sudden now you slap something on the outside of that. That's hard. That's going to create a pressure point. 
Um, but like I said, I was I ran it all both Alaska hunts, the caribou hunt and the Kodiak hunt. Um, have a pretty light Sig 9mm pistol that you know it's, I could see if you had something that was a 40 ounce pistol versus this thing like 18 um, that might become more of a nuisance. But I was super impressed with it. it uh, running on the first trip of the caribou hunt was kind of um, to me it was a necessary evil. Like right, there's grizzly bears everywhere. You know, we were seeing multiple grizzly bears every day. You need to have a freaking holster, a pistol, uh, easily accessible. And um, and so it was just because it was the first trip with it, I wasn't used to it. When you go to pick the pack up off the ground, the, the, all that weight's on the belt, and you just kind of, you know, it kind of pulls on it. And it was just a few things that I wasn't used to. But after using it for that whole trip and then the whole Kodiak trip, by the end of Kodiak, I don't I even know it's there anymore. Uh, and we packed out plenty of – we packed seven deer out of Kodiak in a matter of – basically four days of hunting, I think. Um, so, it, you know, I got some heavy pack use out of that, uh, or with the, with the holster on and, and, um, man, I, I loved it. It's, it's awesome. It's a great solution. If you want to, uh, you know, pack a pistol, uh, with you while you're hunting. Um, it's a great, great solution. I think Gabriel did a, a heck of a job with that thing, um, there at Ivory Holsters. Cool. Yeah, that's a wrap for the Monday Minute. Just wanted to give you uh, guys kind of an advance notice, especially about the sale, because we've been getting questions on, hey, is, is something coming for Black Friday? What's coming? So, again, that's going to launch next Monday. Um, we'll be sure to remind you guys about that. But, uh, yeah, um, that's going on. And then part two of our Kodiak podcast uh, will be released this week as well. We got some good listener questions from you guys about that trip, and then there's just a lot that we wanted to cover that we didn't cover. So be sure to tune back in Wednesday to hear about um, more from the Kodiak uh, trip that we had, and we'll cover your questions there. If you guys have any further questions, be it about Kodiak or something else altogether, you can always email us to podcast at As usual, thanks for tuning in. If you have any feedback, can share a review, tell a buddy about the podcast, anything like that that helps us tremendously, and we will catch you Wednesday. <laughs>